Good morning, Flagler County, and welcome to Veterans on Point, a WNZF radio show developed in mind for our county's beloved and respected veterans population and anyone else listening via internet or podcast. I'm your host, David Lydon, the Flagler County Veterans Services Officer, and I am back with my friend and colleague at the office, Eric Flores, in the house. Good morning, good morning Dave, and good morning to all our listeners out there. And as always, hoping that everybody's doing great uh, health-wise and uh, enjoying the great weather that we have, uh, the warm weather, which is great. Uh, pretty soon it's going to be cool and then cold and all the above. So enjoy what we have. So, Eric, uh, you recently went back to Puerto Rico to check up on your dad. He yes. Had- had surgery. He's doing good, I hear. Yes, simple surgery turning to, you know, a not so such simple surgery, but he's doing well now. He they put a, they left the drainage in him and now they pulled that drainage out, so he's doing well. Good. Uh, he have uh, very good. Uh this Tuesday, yeah, he have an endoscopy and we'll see. Well, Praise all the, the best our prayers, of course. Oh yeah, indeed. Prayers go out to Mr. Flores. Or Feebles. Which one is no, it? No, Flores. <laughs> He's Flores. He is Flores. And your, mama, and your mom is Feebles. Yeah, mom is Feebles. <laughs> okay. Mom is watching, looking at from from Haven. Our League of Loyal Listeners, of course, that's Billy Jones, the leader, and his lovely wife, Joe. Good morning, guys. I heard that he just came back from a nice trip. Yeah, back from another cruise. They're the cruisers. and The cruiser. Uh, He's going back soon. Said Billy said that ship was long. He, walk, he <laughs> probably walked a hundred miles th- that week. Oh, so. that's good. That's good for an eighty-eight-year-old man. Yes, he's doing well. Good. Yeah. Oh, Mister Billy, I I, uh, I met another Vietnam pilot uh, uh, just like yourself last week. So yeah, I'll talk to you about it one. Yeah, maybe we can get you guys together yes. to talk about old times. Yes. Then we got Navy Master Chief Dan and his wife Kay. We were lucky enough to see them in visiting the office this week. And Indeed. They look like they're doing well. Indeed. They look well. Good. Tell me, Kay, keep doing what you're doing. You look real good. And then we got our Marine pal, Jeff Kingdon, who will mention. Morning, Jeff. We'll mention a little bit more about him in a bit. And um, Talking Tom and Charlie Hanger who, and his wife, Jenny, who listen. Yes. And then we got Trent and Valerie and Dennis Bird, of course, who's over there helping Earl Presley with the guitars for vets at the DAV Chapter 86. Morning, Dennis. And then we got Sharon and Shane and Norman and Howard and his wife, Valerie, William and his wife, Holly and Keith and, and Theora. And we've got Jim, Stephen, James, Heather, Kelly, Rudolph, Thomas, and Leon. Good morning to you guys. Thanks for being loyal listeners and... For everybody else out there who tunes in, we thank you for that, too. Indeed. Don't be shy. Let us know. Give us a call. What number? 386-313-4014. And that is uh, Flagler County Veterans Services. Our Veteran of the Week, of course, we you know that the Palm Coast Observer is kind enough to put a profile of a veteran in their newspaper each and every week. And uh, this week's no exception. And the veteran is Ronald Stevens, United States Air Force. He served from 1964 to 1968. He separated from the Air Force as a sergeant. His job was an aeronautical chart and information specialist. His hometown, Athens, Vermont, which he was never fond of. (laughs) Ronald Stevens grew up on a small family farm in rural Vermont. 
He knew at an early age that was not the life for him. Stevens enlisted in the Air Force at age 18, just days after graduating high school. He attended basic training at Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas, and then he was trained in the Air Force specialty at the Aeronautical Chart and Information Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Following, following his training, he was assigned to Castle Air Station in Wiesbaden, in Germany, where he applied his craft. At this point in his life, he wasn't aware that his job was considered critical in supporting U.S. efforts in Vietnam, uh, the deploying, uh, deploying the point positioning database targeting system, which gave U.S. aviators better targeting accuracy. It also provided charts and graphics to assist the planning and execution of the Apollo 11 mission to the moon, which included determining lunar orbits and finding landing sites. As a respite from the tedious work, his good fortune to be stationed in Germany allowed him to tour most of Europe during his enlistment, and he learned to ski. After his honorable service, Stevens joined the Miami Police Department, where his career spanned from 1972 to 1995, definitely some wild times in South Florida. He and his wife Nancy of 45 years this November moved to Palm Coast in 1995, where they raised two daughters. They now have five grandchildren. Stevens is the most pleasant and conscientious uh, person you'll ever meet. He's been a local realtor for almost 30 years and is currently a realtor with Palm Coast Flagler Beach Realty. And he's a good friend of mine. So, Ronald Stevens, thank you for your service, sir. Thank you, Mr. Steven. And so um, I encourage anyone who has a veteran they'd like to recognize, whether it's a neighbor or friend, family member, to send their submissions to news at observerlocalnews.com. Or if you want me to help you with the article, and and um, then just give me a call at 386-313-4014 at Veteran Services. I'd be glad to help. Give us a call. We know that there's a lot of veterans here. At least close to 13,000 anyway. Oh, yes. And I see that uh, since uh, what I see since 2020, there's been a 9.8 percent increase in the population in Flagler County. So, if you consider that close to 10 or 11 percent of those that came are veterans, because that's the typical number we've seen. Yeah, they are. I mean, uh, it's, they're coming. We'll see it. You know, uh, we have to see them because of uh, most of them because of the property, you know, taxes, benefits, stuff like that. So we we see them coming. And a lot of word of mouth. We thank yes. you, folks, who are. Our customers who come to see us, who um, let other veterans know what we do, where we are, and that that, uh, we're very good at what we do. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in another um, article I'm going to share with you. But let's first, let's talk about our history remembered on Veterans on Point. And as regular listeners know, we like to mention a historic event from each of the days of our broadcast week. We hope it gives you something to remember, something to think about, go back and read about. Veterans, uh, Veterans make history are largely responsible for us being able to have a history. We mentioned the good, the bad, and the weird. No one country or people is perfect, but there is no better place on earth. The world is safer and more prosperous because of the United States of America. Prove me wrong. Indeed. And, you know, you watch the news. There's a lot of odd stuff going on in, in the government. So um, it's up to us. We get to the voting booth to uh, collectively Put the best person in office. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hopefully stop, we I, get good choices. Yeah. Guys, I, I stopped watching that because it looked like a soap opera. You know, like yeah, General yeah. Hospital over and it over, is. and then the chapter repeat again yep. over and over and over. So I'm tired. 
It it it, so, it can be disheartening, yes. but you know, I still go back to we're still the best place yes. on earth. You know, so we got to keep it that way. Indeed. You know, don't let it slip. Here's our history for the 24th through the 30th of September. Uh, on September 24th, 1789, the Judiciary Act of 1789 is passed by Congress and signed by President George Washington, establishing the Supreme Court of the United States as a tribunal made up of six justices who were to serve on court until death or retirement. That day, President Washington nominated John Jay to preside as Chief Justice and John Rutledge, William Cushing, John Blair, Robert Harrison, and James Wilson to be Associate Justices. On September 26, all six appointees were confirmed by the U.S. Senate. And you probably know that today there are nine justices. On September 25th, 1911, ground is broken for Boston's Fenway Park. Now, as a born a Yankee fan, you know, Boston was always the uh, adversary, but it's impressive that a stadium still operating still. for 112 years and counting. On September 26, 1892, John Philip Sousa and his newly formed band performed publicly for the first time at the Stillman Music Hall in Plainfield, New Jersey. Now, you know, Sousa and his band, uh, uh, he's a composer of many, many military marches. But this week, at the end of the program, you will listen to his version of the Star-Spangled Banner. And just to let you know, folks, uh, because I've seen recently in the news that there are groups and uh, that don't want to play the Star-Spangled Banner anymore, even at, at sporting events. You know, they're, they're uh, avoiding it. Our program here will end the uh, show every week from now on with a version of the Star-Spangled Banner to keep it going. On September 27, 1994, more than 350 Republican congressional candidates gather on the steps of the U.S. Capitol to sign the Contract with America a 10-point platform they pledged to enact if voters send a GOP majority to the House. Well, we need, some, we need another comp contract with America, and, <laughs> yes. and hopefully it'll be a more you know, bipartisan one where they get together, not just one party, but every, all of them get together and say, hey, we're, we're here to do the, uh, the job for America. Indeed. On September 28, 1924, the first flight around the world Four teams of pilots from the United States Army Air Service set out from Seattle, Washington in an attempt to circumnavigate the world. The four Douglas World Cruiser planes were named Seattle, Chicago, Boston, and New Orleans. 175 days later, Chicago and New Orleans touched down in Seattle. Boston and Seattle did not complete the 27,500-mile journey around the world. So it took, from, it took from April 6th to September 28th is when it finished. September 29, 1789, the U.S. War Department establishes a regular army with the strength of 700 men. <laughs> On September 30, 1954, the USS Nautilus, the world's first nuclear submarine, is commissioned by the United States Navy. And that is our history for this week, the 24th through the 30th of September. Pretty good history. Pretty good history. Indeed. Now, uh, this is the point where I usually yell drivers, 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 but recently at one of the, I just attended the uh, Chapter 86 uh, meeting, 
and they have they have a, a good complement of drivers now, but they're not saying they don't they don't need any more. Okay, so um, so that means you can be a driver and be sured that there it, the the, the uh, wealth is spread around, and so you you might not get tasked every day, and so still give them a call. DAV Chapter 86-386-439-2122. Find out how you can be a volunteer driver for the DAV, taking veterans from their homes to their VA appointments. You don't have to use your own vehicle, of course. The DAV has VA, Veterans Affairs, uh, vans that you will use to take the veterans. And like I said, you get vetted. Uh, to get vetted, you have to be insurable, and uh, you get a physical, and they'll, you know, you go on a list of drivers, and if you know they look, somebody needs a a ride, they'll give you a call and see if you're available. If you're not, that's okay. That's why they have a long list of drivers. Or that's what they're looking for—a nice long list of drivers. So, you know this this service will use yeah. in the county. So it is. I mean, it is. It is. I yep. get call all the time. You know, from veterans looking for a ride here and there. Of course, VA appointment. Uh, but it's well used. It is well used, and they're doing a great job there. So, uh, we've been chatting you and I, Eric, about this uh, over the course of a couple months. Here's an opinion piece that was in the Military Times recently, and it says vets don't deserve to be preyed upon by unaccredited claims coaches. Oh yeah, and it's written by uh, a man named Derek DeBus. I'm just going to read it, and then we'll chat about it a little bit, Eric. So after the Civil War, veterans were entitled to a disability benefit system not unlike the one we have today. During that time, unaccredited and unethical claims agents committed so much fraud that in 1879, the Commissioner of Pensions declared that more than 10% of pension expenditures were due to fraud. This led to legislation that limited the amounts of representatives can charge in connection with veterans' benefits to a mere $10. Understandably, very few accredited representatives jumped into the, this field of law. That all changed on, in the uh, 20th century when Congress created the current system of accreditation for attorneys and representatives while re- regulating the fees that might be charged for that service. Now, we're veteran service officers, and we do not charge. I'll just add that in here now. There's no charge to come to your, veterans, your county veteran services office. But as they say, however, history repeats itself in the wake of the 2006 Amendment to the 38 U.S.C. 5095, which removed criminal penalties for those unaccredited actors illegally pursuing veterans' benefit claims. I wonder who lobbied for that. I wonder, Uh, yeah. Numerous for-profit companies have popped up happy to charge illegal and exorbitant fees. And what services do these companies provide in exchange for a fee that can be as much as seven times the monthly increase that the veteran obtains? At best, nothing. At worst, they set veterans up with their own doctors willing to rubber stamp whatever will get the veteran the highest rating. And because these outfits do not legally represent the veteran, it is the veteran who is on the hook if and when his fraud is discovered. So if you if you go to one of these companies and they send you to a doctor who's just going to you know, provide a, a bogus opinion, and then the VA um, learns of that, you're going to be paying all that you money are. back, and you're going to be, you know, like we've seen in recent, in the last year and a half or so, 
Uh, you signed your claim saying that it was jail. true. Yeah. You signed your claim saying that everything that you submitted was true. Right. If that's not bad enough, it's impossible for these companies to provide competent represent, representation and, and advice because they do not have access to the veteran's claim file, like Eric and I do. We are Because we're accredited, we have access to the veteran's benefit management system. Yet, in a June 5th op-ed, Veterans Benefit Guide claimed that it achieves the same results as attorneys. Um, we're better than attorneys here, too, Eric and I, so just so you know that, folks. And, and, and I mean, give, give an example, you know. <laughs> um, so, in, returning to this, it's an impossible boast considering that unaccredited coaches cannot represent claimants in connection with supplemental claim, higher-level review claim, or Board of Veterans' Appeals claims, or Court of Veterans' Appeals now, that's one thing we don't do is Court of Veterans' Appeals. But we have a pretty good relationship with Well, we never, it never uh, gets to that because no, we do good no. claims. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, I, we do good claims, and it never, we, very rarely does it even have to go to the board, let alone if, to the Court of Veterans' Appeals. Yeah, if I can remember, I probably have referred one or two uh, to, the, to, to the BVA attorney uh, firm that, right. that the American Legion have a, uh, a memorandum of understanding with. Right, and... Um, because if you do good claims and you work with your veteran and you know, well, you, for one thing, you don't, we don't do the spaghetti against the wall stuff no. either. So, Moreover, it completely ignores the fact that an uncredited representative who does the exact same work at these companies is prohibited from charging a single cent. Inaccurately, they continue alleging that attorneys are incentivized to drag out appeals. This is entirely and wholly untrue, uh, according to this uh, opinion. First, attorneys must be accredited to represent veterans for both disability benefits. Second, attorneys have stringent ethical obligations. Um, unaccredited agents are regulated only by their obligation to their shareholders in their pocketbook. And even more egregiously, they attempted to take aim at the National Organization for Veterans Advocates, an organization that has done more for veterans than just about any other. For example, look at the myriad of cases that NOVA has helped lit litigate on behalf of veterans, even up to the Supreme Court entirely pro bono with all this in mind does any wonder the co-founder of veterans guardian va claim consulting and unaccredited agency testifies to congress that their business model would not function if it were limited by the same regulations and fees that attorneys and accredited representatives are bound by now again yes if you if you need to take a claim you know to the Board of Veterans' Appeals, you know, there are attorneys that will do it or do or even do decision reviews. But still, you have a resource right here in your county where you don't need, you don't need to pay anybody. So we encourage you, you know, to work through us. And you will, you know, I just had somebody in the office this week. They, they just moved here from Hawaii and, and, the, uh, and the veteran had used one of these companies um, to get to to a at a ninety percent rating right now, and they have he has other conditions that he wants to make claims for, and I said, I said stop right there, you don't need you don't need an attorney, don't spend any more. They spent thousands of dollars. I bet. Spent thousands of dollars to get their claim to get his di disability compensation, which he's entitled to, which he earned, which is you know through his service and his disabilities, and. And a company took money where if he if he did it through a county VSO like us, he wouldn't have paid a dime. So I've convinced them. 
come back and we'll get them the rest of the way, help them the rest of it, and it won't cost them a penny. So I'm not going to read the rest of this, but Eric, that's, uh, you know, we have example and example every day, every week, every month where we help veterans and they don't need to go to a, a company, a predatory company. And generally, they don't need to go to attorneys. No, even, even not if, at all. Even if they're accredited attorneys. But in the other hand, too, if you already start a, a claim with somebody else, guess what? Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out, but I'm going to wait until that claim is done. Yeah, if you're if you're already with an attorney, you have a contract. You might then you, you might as well, you've already you're going to pay them, so you yes. might as well let them finish let doing them, their work. Yeah, you might finish. as well let them finish doing the work that they're going to get paid for. But if um, if you're hearing this and you have not gone to an attorney or have not gone gone to any of these predatory uh, claims uh, companies, then please come see us at three eight six three one three four zero one four. If you're a Flagler County resident. And we will save you pain and dollars. So we got we've got some things coming up. Some oh, there's a lot of up. things yeah, go, so, going on uh, this month, the next month, and the well, let's and the mention, following month. And last week we had uh, Kathy Heider on and Ken Scott, and they were talking about the uh, Remembering Heroes Festival. So it's at Town Center, September 30th, and uh, it goes from what time? Ten o'clock in the morning till three, something like that. And it's five dollars uh, per for per person. Children under three are free. And remember, those those donations do go to help our local veterans. And um, it's a you know this is the third one. It's a great day. It's going to have the traveling um, Vietnam Wall, the I- Iraq Afghanistan, and then the boots on the ground uh, display as well. Yeah, they're going to have a pretty good display this year. So. Uh if you have some time, man, I recommend you do stop by. Big car show, yes. food vendors, and, of course, um, the service organizations will be out there, as will Flagler County Veterans Services. Be, will be out there with uh, Stefan Weeks from with the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs. Uh, you know, I want to make sure we get in here that the VFW and, and the uh, DAV Chapter 86 is going to have a comedy night starring uh, Disabled American Veterans. It's called Hook, Line, and Sinker Comedy Night. That's on October 6th and 7th. Uh, so it's two It's two different nights. You can get tickets for either night. And uh, the headliner is Bobby Henline. He was, uh, he was burned uh, you know, 40% of his body after an IED explosion in his Humvee and in... Uh, while while serving overseas, so and he is uh, he's a national headliner, a comedian, and a motivational speaker. How he like to be called? He's I know he's the I comic he's on fire. Comic on fire. Yeah. yeah, he's got a good sense of humor. Yes, he does. And uh, tickets are forty five dollars for the show, and that includes a buffet buffet style uh, all you can eat appetizers. So um, that's I've got my tickets, and uh, encourage you to come out for a night of. Uh, of uh, laughing, having a good time. It's going to be a great event. Also, well, we're down to two minutes, but let's get this in here. Also, uh, the Creekside Festival will be that weekend as well. It's October 7th and 8th. That's Saturday and Sunday out at Princess Place Preserve. Uh, it'll be live music all day. And um, there's a special veterans recognition at noontime on Saturday. So we encourage all our veterans to get out there. 
veterans are free. Only veterans are free um, to come to the festival. Especially would like to see veterans there uh, that morning, Saturday morning, and then for noon, for noon, for that uh, special veterans recognition ceremony. And our Marine Corps pal Jeff Kingdon will be there sharing and, and handing out a special gift to each of the veterans, uh, a small wooden plaque that he's made that says, thank you for serving our country. Great plaques, man. Great plaques. You'll be there with Casey Ryan. We'll be handing out pins, uh, veterans pins, to, uh, to our veterans as well. So you're encouraged to be there at noon on Saturday, veterans, and uh, veterans are free all weekend. Support this event, guys. They're a great event for the veterans here and for all the community here. But yes, raising this, this is raising funds for um, local charitable organizations. Well, you, you got a couple things over there. Yeah, BFW have their bike uh, night. So if you want to support that event, that's going to be uh, Friday, September the twenty ninth. Uh, give them a call. It's BFW Post eight six nine six. And again, it's Friday, September 29th. So if you have a bike and you don't have to be a BFW to support this event, uh, go ahead, give him a call. Or if you don't have their phone number, give us a call. I give it to you. Well, it looks like we're running out of time. So I got to remind you that no country, no state, no community does more for veterans than the United States of America, the great and free state of Florida, the wonderful Flagler County, the lovely city of Palm Coast, and all of our beautiful beach cities. Be a victor, not a victim. Be educated, not indoctrinated, and most importantly, be kind to someone today. We thank you for listening, and um, stay tuned for John Philip Sousa and his version of the Star-Spangled Banner. God bless America. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.